electricity, a big idea that's inspired countless new ones. From powering the light bulb to virtually powering our entire lives. 30 years ago, State Street launched the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY. A big idea that inspired the world to invest differently. And still does. What can you do with SPY? Before investing, consider the funds, investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit SSGA.com for a prospectus containing this and other information. Read it carefully before investing. SPY is subject to risks similar to those of stocks. All ETFs are subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Alps Distributors, Inc. Distributor. It's Jim Cramer here. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC's Squawk on the Street. Don't miss a minute of the action. Good Friday morning. Welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber. He is Jim Cramer. And we are live from Post 9 at the New York Stock Exchange. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures as we wrap up trading for this week. And, of course, start a new month. And you can see, perhaps on a, a bit of a lower note, particularly for the NASDAQ, our roadmap does start with that big market surge we saw in November. Global stocks recorded the best month in three years. What is ahead, of course, as we begin December? Plus, shares of Pfizer are falling rather sharply this morning. The company halted trials of an obesity drug. It's an oral obesity drug, but uh, the side effects, a bit of a problem, we'll discuss. And Elon Musk says here he's back in the spotlight, but really, is he ever out of the spotlight? He's, uh, of course, hyping Tesla's new Cybertruck. Shares, though, down once again, at least in the pre-market. We'll talk a bit of Tesla. Let's start with the markets, though, as we kick off, of course, the month of December. Happy December 1st, my friend. I cannot oh, yeah. believe another year is wrapping up. I know. Um, but let's not dwell on that. No, don't. No, let's, let's dwell on the Russell 1000 and people saying the Magnificent 7. Done. Okay, let's dwell on that. That's what do you rap. think? Buy the Russell 1000 and get and get out of the Magnificent 7? I like the 7? Russell 1000 here. You do? Yes, Why? very much. Why? Because percentage gains are what we want. And it's very hard to get a big percentage gain from any of the Mag 7. But you can find stocks like Affirm, Datadog. And these are these these are what you want to be in. These. So are you, I, I'm I'm curious though. Is it your your belief that that the upside for the Magnificent Seven, which of course powered the S and P, yes, the, yes, powered the S and P over the over the course of the last 11 months, right, uh, is sort of going to lag a bit right now? Yeah, and I think that there's going to be a broadening out, which I like, David. I like a broadening out, but it's going to be in these stocks that frankly uh, are lower quality. All right, and. I don't want to slam Ulta because they had a great quarter. But, you know, when you can pick up 10%, just like that, that's what people want. They don't want incremental because their speculative juices are here. Mm -hmm. Individuals coming back, they like what they see. They like what they use. It's back to that right now. Right now you think it is back to that. Williams-Sonoma rings the bell. Yes, here at the New York Stock. That's what people want, David. They go to the mall. The stores are crowded. They want to buy the stock. You laugh, Olaplex. <laughs> Mr. Olaplex, you laugh. I am finding the stocks that they want. You find the stocks they need. I, I'm not in the business of finding any stocks at all. Oh, I was counting you for Paramount. No, no. I'm, I'm just here to try to give some context and analysis and just, just be here for you, Jim. But, uh, no, uh, actually, I am I'm not curious kidding. about the, this. The Russell 1000. And how long this is going to hold. Because as we know, you know, you, you, you sort of... Sometimes you change your mind a little. You think that this is going to be a theme, that this broadening out will continue for yeah, some time. I do. And I obviously, do. we saw November's gains largely, many would say, in part because of the significant 
uh, increase in bond prices, the sell-off, obviously, yes. the yields that occurred, certainly during the last three weeks. But short squeezes, too. Yeah. The, the smart money never caught up to what's happening. You know, David, a lot of people truly went with the, the hand that they've been given. And I, look, I don't, I'm not going to pick on Mike Wilson. Where there are other people who have been negative. But when you can catch a Victoria's Secret, which had a very good Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. PVH, three great days. Actually, PVH had a very good, very good period. Very good. Which is, this is Although people, you weren't happy with the earnings. Well, because the no, all right. So this is a good example. Uh, the, the, I remember. I mean, this is not. Well, no, the conference call occurred the next day. Right. The numbers that came out the night before, it was a guide down, forecast cut. Mm-hmm. David, a forecast cut before the bonds turned to be your friend, boom. Now, Tommy Hilfiger, have you seen? Good luck. Calvin Klein, not in TJ Maxx this year. It's no. in Macy's. It's really? Macy's. Yes. Give her the beat. Give her the beat. And David, what do we do with a car that's a truck that's bulletproof? We're going to move on to that in a second. But I want to I want to sort of kind of get a roadmap from you a little bit more in terms of the month ahead to the extent you think so. So Russell 1000, you do think there's going to be a broadening. You do think there are opportunities in certain stocks to pick up. Yes. Significant percentage gains. Yes. Uh, Although we're not going to have a lot of catalyst, Jim. Earnings season's over. No, but, you know, David, I think the theme that we're going to see, and this people better get used to, is that the consumer is very strong. Very strong. We're having a backlash. The stocks that are going up are consumer-led. And also, and I think this is really important, companies that were driven down by the GOP-1, by the, the obesity drugs, coming right back. Big. Dexcom. We're still going to have diabetes, unfortunately. Dex come up huge. Coinbase, short squeeze. That has nothing to do with GLP ones. <laughs> Shift for payments. Shift for payments. Natara and my. <laughs> what are you looking at over there? The, the winners in the Nasdaq. Nasdaq with us. Okay, David. Yes. One of my absolute favorites. I know you liked it too. Oh, tell me. Mr. Carwash. Mr. Carwash. Mr. Carwash. Oh yeah. It's not unlike when Mickey Drexler goes up. In the car wash scene in Breaking Bad, good cash flow. Now, by the way, I'm actually being serious. These are the stocks that have done well. November was just an amazing month for Mr. Car Wash, and a lot like like what? All right, but it doesn't mean a December is going Roku, to be an equally a firm robust Roku, month. Roku, Coinbase, Block, Gap, Allplex yeah, Holdings. Very- Allplex Holdings. You even know what Allplex Holdings is? No, no of course not. Shampoo. Shampoo. Yeah, Expedia. As we go through the winners in the... Uh, wow, look at Expedia. If you get your hair colored, which if I had hair, believe me, I would no, color it. I don't. I would use Olaplex. O- Olaplex? 27 of the top stylists love it. Olaplex. Got it. You can use them. I, no, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to keep going. Okay. It's going gray slowly. Anyway, I, look, I, I'm trying to catch people's attention here because... Oh, my God, there it is. Olaplex. Who knew? It's time. It is time for Olaplex. Oh, you know... By the way, whoever had the Olaplex will be mentioned in the first seven minutes of Squawk in the Street this morning. That's got to be a big one. You're a winner. David, Rover got the bid this week. Rover. Red Rover, Red Rover, Blackstone came over. Did you follow that deal? Blackstone bought Rover? I did. The nation's dog walking company? I did. For two bill? That's what I'm talking about. You can have have all the Microsoft you want. I want Rover. All right. Special Friday edition of Squawk on the Street.
I've disconnected here from my data service. Oh, well, that's you impressive. You want to move on to the Tesla, uh, Tesla Cybertruck? You want to talk Tesla? Better than Cloudflare? Better than DraftKings? Sure. Wait, you just hit a lot of stocks. Well, because, David, that's the essence of the show in select. I'm still trying to find out what Olaplex's market cap is. Two bill. 1.5 bill? I get two bill All here, right. 1.5 Well, no, it's going to be two bill, unfortunately. No, I mentioned 1.5, it. you're high. 1.5. Well, you just wait. I mean, no, this is the stuff that's moving. It's what I'm just trying to present the new market. The new market that started in November. Because and once, we'll continue. Once let's, let's, let's finish no, this. Will it, it continue in December? As long as rates are down here, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. David, the, ten, the bond rally is the best since 1985. You yes. can talk about the best stock rally since, I don't know, bad 21 or something. The hell with that. Let's talk serious. Let's talk, let's talk let's trucks talk. that can stop a bullet. Let's do that. On to Tesla and the Cybertruck. Elon Musk, he presented the first pickups to customers yesterday. It was a delivery event. It was in Austin, Texas. Starting yeah. price for the Cybertruck is around $61,000. That is about 50% higher than at least what Tesla initially said they would be pricing the truck at. Of course, that was back in 2019 yeah. when we first were introduced to the truck. Uh, remember when they threw that metal object at a window, it broke. <laughs> but as you see yesterday, it was all about Elon welcoming people to sit in the truck itself. Um, you have talked about it being perhaps popular, but not in the way of a typical no it's it's truck. look it's a period piece i mean you know the, look the the jonas the world they're talking about like not a lot of deliveries this quarter but david i've done work on this too because i come I I, I I i i come in peace yeah you ready yeah all right I, i've talked to a major industry executive way in another auto company okay right since the glass cannot stop a bullet and humans vital organs sit above the door line it's really not compelling at all from a safety point of view to say it's bulletproof. It's not bulletproof. No, but that's, this is, it's kind of like uh, space balls. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. I mean, no, what's I mean, it going to mean for Okay, Tesla? so, all right, here. It, wow, it was stainless, that's a lot of bullets there. Apparently it was stainless steel. Look at that. Why? To avoid the, some people say, to avoid the investment in a paint shop, which costs $100 million. Metal surfaces, just save that. Come on, this, David, this is priceless. What is that? Why mean? do you mock me with your silence? This is some of the best stuff ever. You're happy with what you got there. Yeah. yeah. All right. You uh, didn't see that. As for what it means for Tesla, shares of which have been moving down well, late during we, the we course of last week. Of course, uh, Elon was uh, Andrew Sorkin's guest a, a couple of days ago. Really okay. not a lot of conversation about Tesla during their conversation. Right. Uh, we've covered, obviously, a lot of the things that he had to say. Um, but Sorry. I did notice Tesla shares did move down yesterday. Sometimes it does seem to move almost in sympathy with people's view of X, which obviously is right. a private company. It's virtually nothing to do with Tesla other than it's no. owned by Elon Musk. Well, okay, Tony Saganegi, you know I, I respect his work. Yes. Super nice. He's got a sell on Tesla. Yes, he, he says, us, Actually, he joined us yesterday on Squawk in the oh, Street. Oh, then never mind. Did you hear his numbers of how many they're uh, going to sell? Um, I know that he was not looking 250. for a, a, a sales. That's not with any zeros behind it. No, 250, 250. And Morgan Stanley, of course, Jonas comes up with a good one. He's yeah, got give a, me the Jonas report. He says that they will sell 50 in fiscal year 20. 50. 50 this year? Yeah. All right, but it's not about this year. Come on. The, 
That's not a lot. They see, uh, ultimately, they could see sales as much as some think it's 250000 yeah. well, a year. It's Lamborghini. It's for the fanboys. It's everything that we hear about. Meanwhile, the Model Y is going to be the biggest selling car in the world. Oh, no, no. I, that I like. That Period. I like. The On EVs in the world. And there's a re- refresh cycle. Cycle is going to be terrific. I'm just saying that this may, this is a, this will sell because there are enough people who love him. Uh, and it does tow. Mine doesn't tow as much as this. No. I haven't gotten my Cybertruck yet. Do you have the picture though? But I my saw Maverick it. cannot tow like there, this. My Maverick cannot nice tow like this. No. It's a very, there it is. And my Maverick is that not. That was early days, by the way. That was back in May. My Maverick's not bulletproof at all. They wouldn't, still wouldn't let you in the car. Now, of course, they, you can actually buy one. Okay. That was a great day. Well, all right, Jim, you ready to move on here? Take a break because I'm going to try and get uh, no. My Dan on. What time here. is Dan on? Uh, Dan, Dan thinks it's a. Dan is not coming on today. But change that. Not uh, this network. Dan, Dan likes. Yeah, of course. Dan Ives likes Tesla. Well, he likes the, the, the Cybertruck. He, he's got uh, seventy-nine thousand people like it. Uh, delivery targets. He thinks two thousand to three thousand this quarter. That's a lot more than than twenty-five. 50 or Do the math. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a bit about Pfizer because it has had a setback in its effort to capitalize on, of course, uh, that market for uh, weight loss drugs. Let's give you a look at futures this morning. As you see, we are set up for what be a lower open to begin the month after, as we've said, a very strong November. In fact, the best month uh, that we've had in over a year and a half. More squawk in the street straight in. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. What's on the horizon for financial markets? At PGIM, it's a question that over 1,400 investment professionals relentlessly research in pursuit of your long-term goals. Specialized across asset classes, but united in collaboration, our teams provide global and local expertise. Our investments shape tomorrow, today. Pursue your tomorrow with PGIM, a leading global asset manager. Pfizer is the worst performing S&P stock, uh, at least in the pre-market this morning. The company announced it's not going to advance its twice-daily obesity drug candidate into a phase three trial. That is after patients taking the pill experienced experienced adverse side effects. Pfizer says it will focus on a once-daily version of the drug with phase two data for that due out what would be in the first half of 2021. Um, Jim, it's oral, obviously. We should make the point that what is available, excuse me, 2024, I said first half 21 or something. Um, the, the drugs that are available now, you have to actually inject. Yes. Uh, there are many oral formulations being worked on. This was one by Pfizer, which obviously does not have an entrant, unlike Eli Lilly and Novo, which have the uh, right. drugs that are on the market uh, in the cases of Wigovi and Majuro. Um the side effects sounded not good at all. Yes, but and 60, a lot of people, greater than fifty percent, no, stopped taking the drug. Total loser. And Pfizer's had such a string of tough, tough, uh, let's say, shortfall of new drugs, including Nurtec, which they bought 
for a great deal from Biohaven. Yep. And have missed the projections right out of the chute. This is a great migraine drug. Yep. David, 67% of the people who take the, the Wagovi, the Ozempic class, the GLPs, don't like to use shots. So this was going to be the big winner, Pfizer. Right. Although I would also note that the weight loss in the trial was significantly less yeah. than the weight loss you get, for example, in Manjuro, which can be as much as 22% of your Manjuro's body weight. 20. Here they were talking yep. about 9.5% sort of, uh, you know. 18, Manjuro 20. Now, David, there were, uh, I, I have to, you know that the UNHs of the world are going to have trouble with this, with the price, the price tag. Because, David, there's 100 million people who are obese. Yeah. I mean, everybody could take this thing. So well, they have to figure out a way uh, to, to deal with pricing. And David, yeah. we have not talked well, enough it has about been. Medicare negotiating as of the IRA. And so you have Medicare trying to put pressure on the drugs. You have the these major insurers putting pressure on the drugs. And right. is there any wonder that the drug stocks have been just a horrendous group? Except for Eli Lilly and Novo this yeah. year. Bristol Myers, um, terrible. Merck, Bristol Myers, horrible. Merck has not had a great year. It's not terrible, but it is down double well, digits. Well, this is great American. Um, no, you're right. And you can take a look there. Then there's oh Pfizer, Jim, which uh, had the had a COVID bump, uh, obviously given the um, uh, both Paxlovid and, of course, the vaccine itself. But as I pointed out many times, really has not done much of anything over uh, over more than 20 years. No. You got a dividend. You can take a look. You know, it's terrible. it's not pretty. Dr. Uh, Borle is trying. All. He's trying. He's buying things. Well, he's trying to buy CGen. That deal has still yet to be. How is that possible? There's zero overlap. Uh, it's going on. I, you know, I try and get a check in. Listen, they're now talking. Um, I mean, it's already December, so next year, early next year, is the hope that you that you finally uh, fulfill and get the second request over and done with, and they are able to close. CGen is um, great. But I've got no real updates for you. I thought, you know, would have, they thought it would have been some time ago. Pfizer taking its time. And David um, was to was uh, this deal Humana signal, Was that just a trial balloon? I don't know, Jim. You know, I, I mean, I, you were here when I talked about it yesterday. Yeah, no, it was great info that you had. Um, I haven't heard anything. You would have thought at this point if Cigna were truly going to say, all right, we're not doing this, they right. would have made that clear. They haven't. And I think, as I said, there's a lot of concern and question as to how they would structure the deal as Cigna, a buyer, given the multiple disparity. Cigna right. trades at a far lower multiple than does Humana. Not to mention, of course, and I know this is what put it in your mind, the regulatory review, which will be extraordinarily difficult. So there's no remain a lot her, of questions. Her doctrine. For what would be an enormous cons. deal, by the way, and one originally right. reported on at least the talks by the Wall Street Journal, we've heard nothing since. But... The core element of what she of what Lena Khan thinks is that these deals are bad. Almost all deals yeah. are bad. She says in one of her interviews. But but David, the idea is you you need as many competitors as possible. Period. And this is anti-competitive. Now they'll tell you it's not. It's it's, it's, it's helps the consumer. But that right. she's not well, thinking about the, the consumer. It's the pharmacy benefit manager consolidation right. she's because thinking, they both. That's where it would be. Not Medicare Advantage, which no. which uh, uh, Cigna does not have a large business in and could easily. I wouldn't invest. know anything about that, other than the fact that I use it. Are you Humana? Great, are you Humana? Oh customer? my God! Yes, you get the greatest their program. Yeah. The Medicare Advantage program is fantastic. But this is not part of that. We have to really, it's, it's not at all, but boy, that thing's a killer. Right. And can you get, if you, not that you need it, Wagovi, if you if you wanted it, would you be able to get that? They get a, a, you get anything with this, you man. Yeah? Well, I mean, not any, I, mean, I don't know, but I've never seen, this thing is They've fantastic. never said no to you for a drug? They're fantastic. Huh? The, the drug I've invented, the, the oxytocin with thickener drug for tinnitus, 
No problema. Wow. It's got a patent. Look for it. Look for it on your shelves within the next two decades. Okay. All right, coming up, Jim's going to get ready for his mad dash. We'll count you down to an opening bell that's less than nine minutes from now. Let's give you one more look at futures. You've seen we are going to have a lower open, it would appear, though. Uh, who knows what will happen during the exciting trading day ahead. We've got a lot more squawk on the street for you. From their innovative practice facility to unmatched views from the fairway, the PGA of America is helping lower scores and elevate fan experiences with 5G solutions from T-Mobile for Business. Together, we're using AI-powered analytics to expand coaching tools and bringing fans closer to the pros with 5G-connected cameras. This is game-changing innovation. This is the PGA of America with T-Mobile for Business. Take your business further at T-Mobile.com slash now. As we lap this strong growth this year, consumer spend has remained healthy. While we expect growth will continue to normalize to historic ranges, we remain confident the category will continue to grow, barring a macroeconomic event. In addition to factors that have driven the category historically, including a strong emotional connection with consumers, newness and innovation, and societal changes, all right, it's time for the mad dash as we count down to an opening bell that's uh, about two minutes from now. That was Ulta's CEO. You yeah, talked Kimber- about it a bit at the top of the show. Why? Right. Okay, so like Victoria's Secret, like Foot Locker, like PBH, you're going to call. The call's fine. It's good, good, good. And then Kimball says the third quarter performance, Ulta, Ulta Beauty Team delivered strong performance with the quarter. And then it talks about how right now, right now, Christmas season, really strong. And then the stock goes up 50 points. 50 points on the mention of how strong things are right now. Right now. Right. Foot Locker jumped 16%. Uh, Victoria's Secret jumped about 10%. Uh, PBH went, was down 6 then it finished up, and then it moved up 6 David, I am telling you that this is what, proving to be a very strong brick-and-mortar holiday season that people aren't talking about. Everyone's so busy talking about econ. Well, also, we get so many different data points, it almost is hard to make sense of them all. You right. get the Adobe data, and you get this, and the MasterCard data, you know. But, David, um, everybody that but is... what we're hearing, to your point, on these conference calls, which obviously are discussing the previous quarter, when asked to weigh in on what they're seeing right now, these CEOs are saying demand is strong. November was usually was unbelievable. Victoria's Secret, now, best in years. Now, David, here's something that's really interesting. Both the mass and the prestige cosmetics are selling well at Ulta. It's usually one or the other. Both. I hate to do this, but what, what about Estee Lauder? What about Boeing? These what about are, Estee Lauder? No, where is the, are they which, a beneficiary of this at all or no? They are. Mac is selling well, but Estee Lauder's been disappointing because of China. <laughs> Boeing disappointing because in some ways China, but this Boeing upgrade, we're talking about $300. Why don't you mention Disney? Because I'm wrong on Disney, too. But there's a lot of stuff Disney. For instance, a dividend. Yes, there's a dividend Disney. I will mention it, Jim. And you are correct. You have been wrong. Peppermint Bark, is that, is that what it's called? Peppermint Bark, right? That's what Williams Sonoma has. 
David. Twenty-five. I don't. I don't know. West Elm, maybe a comeback. Wayfair doing very well in, yes. in the, uh, the uh, Russell. Uh, Williamson is having an unbelievable run since they reported that last quarter. And I think Laura Albert's doing an amazing job. It's, again, indicative of what people are buying. It's actually somewhat expensive stuff, unless you go to the outlet where you can buy damaged stuff. But it's only the box that's damaged, not the product. It's only the what? The box. The so box. Yes. Yeah, so go to, go to Tanger. Well, let's say a box is bumped in transit. Oh, okay. You can get it. And it's substantially less money. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right. The outlets got it. The outlets. Yes. Okay. But you don't shop, so what the heck do you do? Uh, I chop as little as I possibly Tanger's can. Tanger's doing so well. Simon Property is doing so well. Upscale Mall. Upscale Federal Mall. Really, someone cut part, uh, Target today. That's wrong. They're having an incredibly strong period. There. Kimco doing amazingly well. Man, I feel you getting really, like, bold up here. Well, it's just the, the holiday season started off really strong. Okay. You don't have to feel guilty about it. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. Just saying. All right, you mentioned Disney. Let's tell people the news here. Cash dividend, 30 cents a share. Second half of fiscal year 23. That'll be payable on Jan 10 of uh, 2024. So uh, they're pleased to declare a dividend for their shareholders as they continue to invest in the company's future and prioritize what they say is meaningful value creation. You happy you're getting a dividend? Uh, yes, I think it's terrific and a sign of strength. But you know who's not happy? Yes, I apparently do. Apparently Nelson Peltz. Yes, he apparently isn't. It's unclear exactly what it is he wants, other uh, than a higher seat stock at the price. Seat at the table. Maybe all the seats at the table. My understanding is, by the way, the board of Disney was in town, I believe it was this week, and Peltz was invited to come see them, not to have a seat at the board, but as a shareholder to come listen, talk, and he declined. Hmm. Hmm. Share it mm. because that's, uh, that's what I've been told from people who know. So uh, take it for what it's worth. Do you think that... We, he has not undertaken this proxy fight as of yet. We don't know no. who, including himself, uh, in addition to himself, he will nominate to the board of Disney. And we're waiting to hear sort of what the plan is that he would present and say that they are not executing on and or why, because Disney said there's no compelling reason they see for having him at the board, Well, on the board. I, well, I do know that the self-effacing nature of Bob at Dealbook, I don't know. I, yeah. I thought that he was, look, we made too many movies. I, yeah. He said, wait, he didn't blame it on, he didn't throw Chapek under the bus. I mean, Ch- Chapek, they throw the bus. He's like, the, he's like the M104, David. He's under the M104. Yeah. And also the 6, the 5, the 4, the 3, the D, the R. He's under all those. Yell. He's been thrown under every <laughs> one of them. Name the whole New York City subway system. The Q. The Q. Hey, threw him under everything. He's a great train because it goes, you know, yes. Yeah. Well, he goes west to they east. They whacked him on the E. They put really him under nice. the F. If you need to go downtown, yeah, we're west, the uptown CEO east. Of, of, um, of while we're on the subject of Disney, let's talk streaming. Let's talk Apple and Paramount because they are uh, apparently talk, talking about bundling. This is a journal story, Wall Street Journal story, bundling uh, their streaming services, at least in some capacity. Uh, a combination of Paramount Plus, Apple TV Plus, and then you would uh, you would spend a bit less than you do for them separately. Early stages, says the journal. 
not a surprise uh, that this would be something undertaken. In fact, uh, a couple weeks back when I spoke to John Malone, we talked about the benefits of potentially bundling the ad-supported tiers of some of these streamers. Take a listen. I think all of the old media companies will now reach the same kind of a... So that's was the pace setting. This was the trendsetter. And I think all of the old media companies that are struggling with streaming will now reach this same kind of an agreement with their ad-supported uh, uh, stream, at least, mm -hmm. will be bundled with uh, and uh, the consumer will have the option of upgrading to the uh, non-ad supported tier. And so finally, the distributors, the traditional distributors and old media will, will at least to some degree be playing together on the same field, which is, is about time. Again, he's also talking there in part about the Disney charter uh, deal as well, enabling charter subscribers to get access to some of the streaming properties without having to pay more. Okay. But this is coming, Jim. In a sense, you're almost recreating the bundle over well, time. Is there any chance that, the, that this fabulous Premier League could be bundled with MLS? Because I got to tell you, there's very few things that to me are as exciting. Yeah, I mean, in fact, right, if you can bring together a, some sort of a sports bundle for that consumer, right. if you can, yeah, without a doubt, it's a possibility, it would seem. That'd be huge. You're not, you know, not going to create a separate product that includes it. You're obviously just going to create a discounted bundle of streamers. Right. right. Well, look, uh, Roku is one of the strongest performers in the Russell. Yeah. Because that is still the way people play this diffusion. David, Warner Brothers Discovery. Zaz. Yeah. Conviction by the vehicle. Yeah, it's think? no longer uh, conviction by open What do you think? What do you think? And stock's barely down. I don't know. You know, some people do follow that conviction by Lisa Goldman. I would think after all these years, I, man, come on. Constellation, stock that we own for the trust. Yes. Buy the conviction by. They had a very strong quarter. Nobody seems to care. Elliot's in there agitating. Nobody seems to care. Corona Modelo moved up gigantically. Modelo, number, number one beer. Nobody seems to care. I, I, right, you're nobody talking now. Right, you're talking about Constellation. SDZ. Why do you think nobody cares? GLP-1. They say beer tastes like water if you take GLP-1s. Really? You think it's a GLP-1 yes. discount? Being yeah, and Diageo's being crushed by it because the Browns don't sell well. This is all in the perspective of what's going to happen. Now, look, Mondelez bounced back. Mondelez, which is uh, maybe the most snacky of the snacks, came back. But alcohol is what is going to be tested for next because apparently, if you are a two-drink-a-night guy, you don't want it. Really? Yeah. Because alcohol tastes like, well, I don't know. Wine, too? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Well, I'm just telling you what. They're doing that's, a test. That's very sad. They're doing a test. This is going to make me very sad. I'm well, going to keep exercising. I don't want to make you sad. So I don't have to go on the GLP-1s. I'll give you one so of the So then I can keep drinking my again. wine. No, no, um, I'm not kidding. That's the next test. The next test is because uh, heavy drinkers. I know you said it. Heavy you have drinkers said it. have no interest you have in said drinking. That it could end up, uh, uh, yeah, no, dampening it, people's enthusiasm for drinking. And biggest source that, of obesity in the country, apparently. Right. So uh, I just think that that's causing a, a, a pall because if you look at what United Health's trying to do with uh, the Optum RX, 
they want obesity to be controlled. And if it makes it so alcohol is not, I mean, alcohol, a lot of people really come into terms with as being not great. Um, on that note, we should point out shares of Pfizer, of course, have opened. Uh. We spent some time already discussing the fail, essentially, of what was going to be an oral GLP-1 to try to reduce weight loss to compete with the likes of Wagovi from Nova Nordisk and Maduro from Eli Lilly. Stock's down uh, over 6%. That is... Uh, but Lilly's only have three. My trust owns Lilly. Yep. Unlike Boeing, which you made me sell at 187. I did. And Lilly should go substantially higher here because that was the big objection. Because nobody likes to shoot themselves for a lot of money every, you know, whatever day. And uh, once a week. But you know what? David, if there's no pill alternative, you're shooting yourself. I mean, not shooting yourself, but like no, shooting yourself. You are injecting no, yeah. uh, as you need to at this point. Um, Eli Lilly is still by far the largest market cap of any of the pharma companies at $566 billion. Jim. Wow. And, and it's only the last year, of course, that that has taken place, given the enthusiasm around this class of drugs in which they have the leader. Well, they're also say, building factories left and right. David Ricks is a big believer in uh, innovation, not by innovation, although he has bought some. I am told, because I was the spokesperson for the American Brain Foundation, Everything keeps saying that they've got the best Alzheimer formulation. Really? Yes. There's been no real progress made, sadly, on Alzheimer's in a significant way. There are some things that, you know, some drugs. David, that, I mean, we know about what's happened with Biogen. And slow, apparently, slow down with dementia. Reduction. Slow the progression yes. in a significant way. This Look, is. Look, I'm not. Come back to this. This is a Lilly drug? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I've no, I'm hearing, but you have to have to get her, to qualify. You have to have a couple of brain scans. You have to have uh, heavy plaque, and yeah. you have to have uh, people in your family, your parents, having it. And then, the, and then the drug companies pay for it. All right, but this drug doesn't exist yet. You're, what you're talking about? No, it's it's going to be it's in trial. It'll be approved. I look. I like GE Healthcare because of it. Because you need contrast MRI showing that you've got plaque buildup. Damn, you don't get to be the chief spokesman of the American Brain Foundation for nothing. No, you don't. Not for nothing. Not I started nothing. my uh, my my speech by saying that I was fat, crazy. Yes. I thought it was a way to get people's attention, get the room quiet. Tell the truth, too. Yeah. Um, Dell. Can we talk a bit about Dell? The David, down, it's a cadence thing. Stocks down is seven uh, percent. Dell did report. It's sort of on that odd reporting schedule. You know, they're trumpeting the fact that they delivered roughly ten billion dollars, nine point nine billion, uh, in uh, cash flow from operations over the last year. Two point two billion for uh, the quarter. But you can see right there. So well, it's but the worries about PC demand. Jim. Well, look, Morgan Stanley, which has been the big champ, says uh, you, demand slowed in September. And even more so in October, large enterprises got more selective. We know the word selective is bad. PC slowing corporate. Yep. They reiterate. They reiterate. Reiterate. Yeah, well, of thanks course. for that. Thanks for that. Meanwhile, to your point, I mean that's a significant percentage reduction overall in shares of Dell. Um, sort of caught up. I mean, Michael Dell, Silver Lake. You know, they got delivered a lot of yeah. uh, Broadcom. Uh, this, uh, the, the, the job VMware. cuts? Yeah. No, How long did it take for, VM, for, for selling the job cuts? Thirteen hundred immediately. Wait, whack them. That's Hawk's way. It is the Hawk way. We're talking about. Is Dell selling? Is that what, what's keeping the lid on the stock, man? The stock has just got a lid on it. Just monster lid. Yeah. What do you think Look, that is? I don't know. People say Dell might be selling. I don't even know if Dell's allowed, but 
That's no, I, I think he, they are. I think Michael yeah, Dell is allowed, and, that's and, what's I think, and I think Silver that's Lake. That's what people are speculating. But I don't because, have updates on Because, Hawk, the numbers should be going up is. gigantically. Yeah. Uh, but the stock is going down, and with speculation that it's just selling. That they are right. That they more, uh, more sellers and buyers. Significant so. owners of VMware sold to Broadcom. Yeah. They now have a good amount of stock, and the question is, right. will they be selling it? And to Jim's point, perhaps on Broadcom, that's keeping a lid on it. This shows Adele again. Have Reaction to this quarter, and again, the worries about PC sales or at least demand there. Say again, right. what else? NVIDIA. All right, what about it? Positive read-through uh, by Marvell. The rest of Marvell, this is the MRVL kind, not the Marvel comic kind that everyone's so in. Anyway, MRVL down a lot. This is Matt Murphy's company. He does a great job. Uh, absolutely strong read-through to NVIDIA, but the rest not as strong. Traditional tech. Just keep in mind that AI is still strong, but the, the, like the PC complex is still not coming yeah. You think at some point AI will reinvigorate the PC complex, yes, I do. don't you? Because well, you think it'll change the nature of the experience. Now, we ran sound from Jensen's interview the other day with Andrew talking about re the computer right. being completely remade, so to speak, and that's what NVIDIA's sort of be, been a part of. Well, Computing, the, I should say, right, not even the, the computer. One of the great partners I had on, uh, 52 Week High. Vertiv Holdings, okay? Yes. They make the cool, that's Dave Cody is the Cody chairman. Is the chairman of they, that company. They cool data centers, right. and they are Jensen's partner. Again, on the video, if you go to the site, there's a, a Jensen endorsement saying that everything is going to change. There won't be anything that's the same. Yep. What'd you think of the piece, the New Yorker piece? Did you ever get around that? I did. I actually, I and almost you, finished it last night. And did you think I uh, learned Jensen a lot about glib? Jensen. No. I learned Good. a lot about him. I really knew nothing about you his background. Like from that piece, don't you? And obviously, listening to him the other day, because you know, you know him well. I've never gotten to know him. I, 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 he's, I, I call mean, him Da Vinci. He is he's one of the most significant figures of in the time. business world and of our of our time. But certainly, the belief in AI, the belief in the GPU, particularly back in that 09, 2010 period, where their initial attempts to try to introduce parallel processing, Jim, were met with resistance, significant totally. resistance. Look, there was resistance right until literally chat GPT. Yeah. Because I was out there to see Jensen not long, you know, right, right before that. And he was wondering when someone would adopt this thing. Someone. And then. And then. Explosion. I mean, listen, to be fair, before ChatGPT, this was still a giant, obviously, gaming. I mean, there were still GPUs. That was we know the, it was being used for mining and Bitcoin, every, so many things. Right, but, I mean, Grace Hopper, which is the most, you know, the, the fastest supercomputer right now in the world. Yeah. It, it is going to make it, literally, David. So that alone is going to, it learns. Remember, there's two pieces here. There's software and there's hardware. Right. And the reason why I think that, that NVIDIA can go higher still is because the software component is being discounted. And it's 20 times, 20, 25 numbers. I mean, how can you not buy the fastest growing company in the world that's 20 times, 20, 25 numbers? Uh, I you don't know, get, Jim. How can't you buy the fastest growing company you know, in the world with those kinds of numbers? You know, but that Larry Ellison, another yes. visionary, yes. saw this coming. He bought a huge amount of chips, and that's why his data centers are being rented by everybody. Um, it's one of the reasons why Snowflake is doing so well is people want... Uh, one of the, one of Jensen's partners is, is Frank Sloman, who runs Snowflake, and Snowflake bought a lot. He didn't like the price, by the way. There's a great contretemps between Jensen and Frank. Yep. If you go and look at it, you can go to the video. Uh, 
Um, now, one place that's not getting those high-end chips, of course, is China, and that brings me to Alibaba because it was downgraded today by Morgan Stanley. Yeah. This had been one of their top picks. Now it's just an equal weight, and shares of Baba are down about 2.5% right now. And they point to uh, the cloud spin not happening, and in part... Alibaba said it's not happening because we can't get access to the highest-end chips that we might need. You and, can't. you know, from, they say from a value-unlocking perspective, that creates uncertainty. This is Morgan Stanley. They also cite a lack of capital management catalyst without that cloud distribution as ongoing buyback dividend is already in the price. The Chinese need, they need everything NVIDIA has. And every single time, it seems the Commerce Department says, you can't have this, you can't have this, you can't have this. So they're sending them the slowest. But five years from now, are we still not going to let them have today's chips? Like, as they advance? The late Henry Kissinger, who got not one single mention. On our air. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Would tell you that this has to change. Uh, His brilliant analysis at 100 on Bloomberg, just saying, listen, we are on collision court. It's Graham Allison. The Graham Allison view of that there's going to be a collision, and uh, between China and us, and and Henry said it must end. I interviewed Henry when I was in college. It went very poorly. Did it? Didn't go well. No, I asked him about the Christmas. A, I asked him about the Christmas bomb. He even had a bigger brain than you. Oh no, no. And I said, why I, did you bomb I, I, a hospital on on Christmas Day? And he said, you know, that brought them to the peace table, got them, got them the Nobel Peace Prize. Um, all right, let's cut that off and move on to Rick Santelli because yeah. he's got manufacturing PMI for for us. Rick. Yes, if we're looking at the final read for the November S&P Global PMI, it remained at 49.4. What's notable here is that means 9 out of 11 readings for this year have been under 50. What it also means is this is the lightest reading since July, and it remains so, but maybe even more important, you remember that 5.2 revision to third quarter GDP, and if you look back, all the strength in U.S. economy, these diffusion indices have been so far below 50, but they haven't been very good predictors of the economy overall. Squawk on the Street will return after a short break. I heard Jay, did I hear Jay yeah, One Jay? of the quintessential underperformers is yeah. this fabulous AAA balance sheet company, Johnson & Johnson, and it's been an underperformer because of baby powder, because of talc. Uh, they are having a December. Of talc, right? The concern about well, litigation around asbestos. talc, and asbestos you know, in the talc, asbestos. which of course they completely deny, but those lawsuits continue. Right. And if there's no win by the plaintiffs, this December 5th analyst meeting might propel the stock. Very good piece by UBS about why you should buy it ahead of that. I would caution that I've studied the cases. And as much as J&J would like to tell you they have a winning hand, I think that talc is. Uh, viewed as asbestos by juries, and therefore J&J is viewed as jackpot. So you have to be very careful. And the bankruptcy ploy has not worked. Right. But is it a great American company? Oh, my. It's one of the best we have. And they're also being hurt. About more than 20% of their drugs would be uh, part of this Medicare cram down that's part of the IRA. So they're really under a lot of fire. Uh, That said, I don't think anyone thinks that J&J isn't a great company. Uh, obviously, Ken View uh, spin is all over and done. 
Um, so that's not a part of their no. business anymore. No, I'd rather be in Kendall Jenner than I would be in Kenview. I mean, Ken, ever she, anything she endorses, the stock goes hard. Anything. It's crazy. She's a very powerful influencer. Um, what do you got on the show tonight? Okay. Um, I love the infrastructure story for next year. And one of the companies that's going to be integral to that is the letter J, Jacobs. And this is just a really terrific company. The quarter wasn't that good. But uh, that's all right. We're thinking about 2024 in infrastructure. Bob Brugat is terrific. Also, a huge Eagle fan. We have a big game against the, Ni- against the Niners, David. You guys you- win every game, what, except against one team for some reason you lost to. I, I forget who that team was that you lost to. Bowen. Have a David, great weekend. one word for you. What is it? Olaplex. 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 Mm, shine. And not so much. All right, coming up. And Sheehan is pronounced. Sheehan. Sheehan. <laughs> more, more reaction to Tesla and the developments, of course, around uh, the Cybertruck, which is now for sale. You can see the stock is down this morning. Keep it right here. You've been listening to the opening bell on CNBC's Squawk on the Street. All opinions expressed by the Squawk on the Street participants are solely their opinions and do not reflect the opinions of CNBC, NBC Universal, or their parent company or affiliates, and may have been previously disseminated by them on television, radio, internet, or another medium. You should not treat any opinion expressed on this podcast as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or follow a particular strategy, but only as an expression of an opinion. Such opinions are based upon information Squawk on the Street participants consider reliable, but neither CNBC nor its affiliates and or subsidiaries warrant its completeness or accuracy, and it should not be relied upon as such. To view the full Squawk on the Street disclaimer, please visit cnbc.com forward slash Squawk on the Street disclaimer. The spirit of performance defines Acura, and now it's electric. Introducing the all-electric ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. While what powers their cars may change, the energy that makes Acura never will. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. With a premium Bang & Olufsen sound system and up to 313-mile range on a single charge and a Type S variant with an estimated 500 horsepower, the ZDX is everything they said electric could never be. It was built with the driver in mind, just like Acura has been doing since the beginning. We could talk all day, but the only way to experience this electric performance is to drive it yourself. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com.